0: On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space,
1: one of the things that I had to learn is the importance of being my authentic self and speaking up about my wants and needs early and often so that I'm not then building resentment towards someone for something that they weren't aware of.
0: (laughs) In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be.
1: Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Our quote of the day. When you get so caught up in someone else that you stop being able to recognize yourself, it's time to take a step back and reevaluate your priorities. Now that was a mouthful, so I'm going to say that again for myself to make sure I got it right. And the people in the back. When you get so caught up in someone else that you stop being able to recognize yourself, it's time to take a step back and reevaluate your priorities. All right, T. You, you well, know where I'm going. With.
0: Well, what they say in the church? <laughs> that the people say amen. amen. Okay, girl, it's a whole word. I think it's spot on. And I think that, like everything, there's nuance to it. Because as we yes. were. As I was reading this quote before we started, it made me think about my postpartum journey. Mm-hmm. And how, uh, and we'll talk more in detail about this in a minute, lady, but it made me think about how there was a time and period in life and a phase and season where it was important, in my opinion, for me to put myself on the shelf, on the back burner, and prioritize this new human, right? My daughter yes. that was nurturing and raising. Like, So I think that there are times in the journey when it's important, but there's a caveat to that. So I'll save that for the rest of the episode. What do you think about this quote, Down.
1: Oh, well, okay. <laughs> so as you said that, that brought up some other stuff for me, but I, you know, I, like most of our listeners, I'm mm-hmm. assuming, will hear the quote of the day, will see the title of this episode and automatically assume that we're referring to romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that reminder that this conversation is not just about or not only about romantic relationships, that that's not the only relationships that we have where we can lose ourselves, right? And so as you were saying that and then you brought up your postpartum journey, like I thought about it, like, oh, yeah. We can get caught up, not just in a romantic partner, but we can get caught up in children, in work, in hobbies, in, there's lots of things we can get caught up in where we find, where we lose ourselves, or we forget us as an individual. Mm-hmm. So yes, I
0: appreciate you bringing that that point up. I'm glad you made that distinction because I had that personal sort of revelation and processing and prepping for the episode. And I know we like to, you know, do chat a little bit before we record. So yes. I'm glad you brought that up. And I will say, lady, I think today's conversation is extremely important in general, but especially for Black women. And this is me speaking from personal experience as a Black woman, but also now I'm thinking about the women in my life, right? My Black women friends and, black women that I know who they often have this experience of feeling as though they disappeared within a relationship, whether intimate or otherwise. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it's kind of like, I'm trying not to dig into the episode so deep because I know we're going to go, we have a flow here, but I think sometimes when you don't check in with yourself often, it's easy to like wake up and be like, Oh my God, you know, like, where am I? What happened? And I think that when it comes to maintaining one's individuality, In a relationship, it's crucial for personal well-being and it's extremely important for a successful partnership and also just for you as a whole person. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just going to throw out some like a quick overview and like, I guess, I I guess the best way to describe it is an overview of like why it's important to lose yourself in a relationship. And then Dom and I will share a little bit more and we're just going to dump right into this topic because it's so juicy and as you can sense, we are excited. So I think personal growth is a reason why you don't want to lose yourself, mm-hmm. avoiding codependency, mm-hmm. long-term satisfaction, yep. resilience and adversity, mutual respect, also attraction and mystery. Like I think even within a relationship, I'm speaking more so intimate relationship, you kind of want to yeah. have a level of mystery there, right? Even though you may have been with someone for some time. So those are just the high level right there. We're going to dig in deep into this in the second lady. Badam, do you have any personal experiences? Give us a tea of where you woke up one day or you realized like, oh, wow, I may have. Where's Dom? Where is she? Have I lost her? <laughs> she at? You know, when I when I
1: reflect on that, I think about. There have been like when I think back to like my people pleasing days. And I think about how I showed up in like romantic relationships, not really giving my full self or not really communicating all of my wants and needs so that my partner would be happy, right? And one of the things that I I learned along the way, and it, it took me like, It took me multiple times to get that lesson. Yeah. And because that's what happens, right? If you don't get it the first time, you're going to keep having that experience until you learn it. Mm -hmm. And and so one of the things that I had to learn is the importance of being my authentic self and speaking up about my wants and needs early Mm -hmm. and often so that I'm not then Building resentment towards someone for something that they weren't aware of.
0: Girl, you better go ahead. That is a word right there.
1: And when you do that, you've, I mean, at that point, you have kind of lost yourself in that relationship, right? Mm-hmm. But I also think of the traditional sense of how we think of, of when people say, Oh, you lost yourself in that relationship. Yeah. And usually that's more so along the lines of. Your world centers around that person, right? That all the things that the hobby, the interests, the things that you had going before you got in that relationship, you don't do anymore. Your friends who you made time for, your family who you made time for, you no longer make time for them. And I want to be clear, in a healthy relationship dynamic, how you are as a single person, the amount of time that you do have for friends and family as a single person will probably shrink when you are in a romantic relationship. However, it's not completely disappearing. And so I think in the traditional sense of how we think of it is, oh, my my world, my entire existence is now wrapped around this new person and whatever it is that they want and they need and they and what they what they want us to do.
0: Hey, lady, it's Terry here. Dom and I want to take a moment to thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast We love you for real, and we want to give you a chance to learn more about what's important to us. So tell us what you think about this.
1: Imagine a world where you have a chance to get featured on the Cultivating Her Space podcast and share your business, brand, or perspective with millions around the globe. Imagine joining our monthly virtual video check-ins where you can connect with like-minded Black women like you, and share your ideas and episode suggestions with Terry and I. Now I want you to imagine a world where you're in the exclusive Cultivating Her Space Sanctuary Slack channel, and throughout your day and week, you are conversing with us about what's happening in your life and
0: sharing funny gifts and your personal wins. How does that sound? Hopefully this is up your alley, Lady, because we are taking things to the next level this year, and we're doubling down on investing in our community that means you. We want to meet you, connect with you, and create communities of genuine women who love on Black women and push our culture and movement forward. We launched this podcast in 2019, and to date, we have not missed a week. We've been great stewards of our platform, all while working full-time and navigating our own ups and downs. We release fresh new content every single Friday, like clockwork, and we have hundreds of valuable episodes and workshops that can really help you up-level your life. So if you love our mission, or you've gotten value from us, we invite you to give back and help us push this community effort forward. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click Patreon. You can learn more about our goals and exclusive offerings on Patreon, and we highly highly encourage you to join the sister frontier so that you can get some one-on-one time with us we also have an option for you to donate on a one-time basis if that meets your needs again herspacepodcast.com and you can click that link that says patreon all right lady we'll hop right back into the conversation Wow! Well, all right, Dom, you want to start off preaching like that because that was so good and it made me think i mean i Would agree with you in situations like that. I talked a bit about the postpartum journey, just, you know, being in this new phase, like, and I'm nearly three years postpartum now. So, you know, it's a little different. But in that first 15 months, time, you know, like trying to figure out the sleep schedule and learning my new child and figuring out what, where is this, what body, what's happening? What's happening right now? Like not recognizing my body in the mirror and then myself and figuring out who am I now with all these responsibilities. So I think you made a really good point too, though, in speaking about relationship aspect. One thing that stood out to me as you shared that is my the issue that I had when I was in my people pleasing bag heavy, and I would show up in a relationship as what the person wanted and not my authentic self. Yes. Is then I had to maintain it, and that shit is yes. exhausting. And like oh. you said, right, and the resentment builds up because now I'm like I'm mad at you because you expected me to do this the whole time. I'm the one who set the standard and set the right. baseline for what it was, and so. That is so important, like being true to yourself. And guess what? The great thing about it is when you're true to yourself and you're just all of you, if somebody not fucking with it, they can go. And that's fine. Exactly. You, you, get, like, you get to weed through the people that are not for you quickly versus trying to hold on to someone who maybe isn't a good fit in general. So I'm so glad you brought that up. lady. oh right. hey, Listen, come on, come you on. know,
1: it brings up a real, ex- a real life example, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Of like dating
0: hmm.
1: And being what it means to be your authentic self. And so, like, I think about like, like the first time you and I'm going to set this up, and like, just set the yeah. stage. OK, paint the picture. The first time you intentionally. Spend the night at your new partner's house or mm-hmm. they spend the night at your house. And I'm clear when I say intentionally because, you know, there's those times where that wasn't planned ahead of time. Stuff just happens, right? So imagine you have intentionally decided that you are staying over at your partner's house. Now, ladies, we are all about protecting our hair over here at this big age. If I intentionally decide that I'm sleeping over at your house, you are going to get a headscarf or a bonnet on my head, point blank, period. Right. Go now, ahead. In my 20s. hmm. That might not have happened because. I needed to maintain this level of cuteness. hmm. Right. Like. But the reality is I need this headscarf and this bonnet. So that my hair will be cute in the morning because otherwise, uh, you know, we're leaving it up to chance. And then you're going to be looking at me like, girl, what happened to your hair? And so, you know, I also think about folks who maybe have to sleep with a retainer. Or have to use a CPAP machine like they used to use a breathing machine, you know, to go to sleep at night. Or whatever the thing is that's a part of their normal routine when they sleep by themselves when you are getting to know a new partner to me it's healthy to introduce that right away because like you said if that's a problem for them then bye mm-hmm on to the next one like that, if that because if part of your daily routine for your health and well-being or maybe part of your daily routine for your vanity and beauty standards, whatever it is, if it's part of your daily routine and it's hel- helpful to you, you want your partner to be able to see it, honor it and respect it. And if they can't, then perhaps they should not be your partner.
0: Okay, you let it go ahead, girl. As you're as you're sharing, it's making me think of a couple of things. The one thing I think my grandmother said this years ago is like, "Don't start something you can't continue." That so part. here's the thing, I and I love that you share that perspective because I agree with that, and I also believe that there is a way that you can still keep some things to yourself. So maybe there are certain parts of your virtual routine where you're like, "Yeah, I know your business. I'm gonna do my thing," but like, I'm not gonna, you know break it down for you. Like, yeah, I'm gonna put this exactly. head on, but we will talk about all the oils and all the things I'm putting in my hair, like what I'm doing to my skin. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, a level of you like keeping something for yourself, but yes. also still showing up authentically. And if you do want to like still keep it a little pretty and whatnot, that's cool. But just don't start something that you can't continue because at some point it may be an issue. Dama makes me also think about dating and like talking about children or the type oh, of sex right. that you like, whatever it might be. And then you, yes. you, you, you Act one way initially and then you switch up and they're like, wait, what happened? And you're like, well, I was doing this thing, so I wanted to keep you around, but it's like, it just creates a, an issue. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. So shall we jump into these seven tips to preserve your individuality and relationships? Yes, let's do it. Let's dive into number one right here because this is my favorite and this is self-reflection and awareness. Yes. And so it's so important to begin by understanding your own values your goals, your personal boundaries. And I truly believe that regular self-reflection helps you stay connected with your evolving identity. And Dom, I've talked about this on the podcast, but if you're a new lady in grad school, after a very toxic relationship, I started dating myself. And that was a period in time where I was able to identify like, who am I? What do I like? Because I was always sort of being a chameleon and adjusting to the people around me. It It was a very pivotal point in life where I had a chance to be with myself. And I think also, Dom, When we don't have those regular cadences with ourselves, like we don't have a regular cadence of checking in, it's so easy to end up in a situation where it feels like you wake up one day and you're like, how the fuck did I get here? Who am I? Where did I go? Who have I been being this whole time? And this happens, right? Like this has yeah. happened often to me in my journey because I didn't have those checkpoints with myself. And then you get, a, you get on all of autopilot, right? It's like when you're mm-hmm, driving mm-hmm. on the freeway and it's like, you know, you might be on cruise control and then you're like daydreaming and you look up and you're like, what? Oh my God, where was I at the last two minutes? Was I actually driving this car or was right. it just I'm on autopilot? What do you think about that particular tip down?
1: Yeah, I think it's important To have that time for self-reflection and awareness, because I think what that does is that allows you to stay in constant reflection, constant perspective of where things are, right? Because like you said, you can start seeing someone and get on autopilot. And next thing you know, fast forward, Five years, ten years have gone by, but you're not happy in that relationship, and you might not have ever been happy in that relationship, Mm -hmm. but you were accustomed to going alone, or I'm in this relationship for the sake of saying that I'm in a relationship. (laughs) And so I think when you set aside that time to do that inner work and to become aware, it allows you the space to be able to say, the space to be able to assess, is this relationship still working for me? Mm -hmm. Is this what I still need and want in my life? Am I being, am I doing the things that I said that I was going to, that I wanted to accomplish? Are those things still necessary? Because it could be that what you thought you wanted. I feel like I'm about to quote Lauren Hill. But I what you thought you wanted was not what you needed. And so I think it's so important to take that time. To self-reflect and to have that awareness.
0: Maybe if you're listening and you have your journal, I hope you wrote some questions down the dime to share. Cause God, that's what God said. Those are good questions.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. think it's so important. And so that takes us to number two. Maintaining personal hobbies and interests. You, lady, you you are hopefully. Hopefully, you are a full-ass human being out here in these streets with things that you like to do by yourself or maybe with other people. I don't know, but you have things that you like to do. It's important for you to engage in activities that you love outside of your relationship because that helps foster a sense of independence and fulfillment in your own life. I recently went out with someone and I and I shared that. Like I said, like one of the things that I value in a partner is someone who respects my time devoted to other things outside of the relationship. And I expect that they will do the same for themselves that they have things that they do outside of the relationship. At one point in my life, like, I loved pole dancing. I expect that my partner is going to respect the time that I put into that particular hobby, right? Now, obviously, or maybe not obviously for some people, hopefully you find a balance of how much time that you're devoting to your hobbies and interests with the amount of time that you're spending in your relationship. Because If you get to a point where you are spending more time with your hobbies and interests than with your actual partner, that might be a sign that something isn't going well. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side, you don't want to get to a space where you are no longer engaging in any of the things that interest you because you only give your time to your partner. So really, it's about finding the time for the things that interest you and recognizing that when you go from being single to being in a relationship, that things will shift. Like for instance, I know that I read at night before I fall asleep. That's part of my nighttime routine. Having a partner means that My value with having a partner is that we go to sleep at the same time. My reading might not happen. And so that means I'm not going to give up my reading because that's something that I do for me that I really enjoy. I may have to shift the time in which I do have my reading. So that I can prioritize this going to bed at the same time with my partner, because that is something that has a higher priority for me. And so it's about figuring out where where that balance is. What about for you, T?
0: Well, one I love that you broke that down and like shared a real life example of what that could look like because I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that dedicating regular time to pursue your own hobbies, like you said, whether reading, painting, playing a sport, getting on that pole, twerking that ass, like whatever it is, go do that thing and keep that up. Even if it does have to be shifted, keep those aspects to yourself. Like you should always have a, keep those rituals and the dates where it's just you and you because it helps you retain a sense of, self outside of the relationship which is so important because I've seen it time and time again where relationships end and then people are scrambling like you're really asking who am I because you lost yourself but you didn't have that sense of self or that sense of self outside of the relationship because you were so defined by the relationship so I think it helps in preserving your identity your unique identity that is and prevents Mm -hmm. a complete merging of those identities with the partner because then when the partner leaves then it's like we're in shambles, right? So definitely having a healthy balance there. And also for your personal fulfillment, like keep your own hobbies just to keep you, you know, mm, fulfilled, fresh. fresh. So that takes us down on to number three, which is open communication with your partner. And I think we all know that transparent communication builds understanding. So share your thoughts, your aspirations and concerns to ensure mutual respect for individuality. So if you notice that you're in a relationship and someone, I'm gonna use the word clingy, but someone's being a bit more clingy, mm-hmm. and you're noticing that it's clingy to the point where it's taking you away from rituals. And you, I know we probably many of us have been where it's like, wait, this part, is this person trying to isolate me and take me away from friends or family or activities? That's, a That's slippery something that should slope. be commu- mm-hmm. Okay, slippery slope, indeed. And so having those conversations can either let you know, okay, is this person understanding? Maybe they're not aware of what they're doing. And they're willing to change their behavior or is it a sign of something else happening? So having regular relationship check-ins, having those conversations and bring that stuff up is also really important to make sure that you all are both still in yourselves and still have your own lives.
1: Yes, I think, you know, communication is one of the hallmarks of a healthy relationship. And I, you know, I go back to The beginning of the episode where, you know, I was sharing how when you're a people pleaser, you can get into a habit or I got into a habit of doing things to please the other person or tolerating things that I didn't like, but they wanted to do. And in order for me to keep the peace, keep them happy, I kept my mouth closed, right? And so I think part of open communication with your partner requires that you say the hard things at times. Because chances are that thing that you're building up inside of you that feels hard, is probably not that hard after all, once you put it out
0: there, right? Yeah. Hey, hey lady, we hope you're enjoying this conversation. We just wanted to pause for a moment and give a shout out to one of our sponsors as they're the ones making this show possible. Now, you know us, we only endorse products and services that we personally use and genuinely love. Now, with that said,
1: it's that time of year when we're all getting into the groove of resolutions and goal setting, but I'm gonna keep it real. Making those goals happen is all about setting yourself up for success. Which is why we're teaming up with Factor Meals to have our backs on the health and fitness front. Imagine this. Factor's ready-to-eat meals swoop in, take the stress out of meal planning, and boom, you're on the road to success in the new year. It's like having a personal chef for your health goals. With over 35 meals to choose from each week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, plus... Over 55 weekly add ons.
0: You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Now I'm getting hungry just talking about Factor Meals. Okay, listen, lady, I had Factor's garlic and herb roasted mushrooms with olive oil mashed potatoes, roasted green beans, and tomatoes. And when I tell you it was so good, and it was extremely easy to prepare. Lady, you really have to just try this for yourself, okay? I even ordered smoothies and they are ready to go, all right? The strawberry and banana smoothie is top tier. So lady, forget frantic lunch preps and rush dinners. Factors two-minute meals are your secret weapon in the new year. Fuel up fast with the restaurant quality meals all delivered right to your door. Factor now offers loads of snack options as well. So you get breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep you going no matter what's on the schedule. When things get hectic, Factor is flexible. You can also change up your meal every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week. Or you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Lady, head on over to factormeals.com slash herspace50 and use code herspace50 to get 50% off. That's code Herspace50 at factor slash herspace50 to get 50% off. All right, let's get back to the show. So, quick example, right? Yes.
1: Let's say that your partner has a tendency to always be five minutes late. Now, You, on the other hand, very punctual person. So being on time is actually being late to you, right? So them always showing up five minutes late becomes frustrating. Because maybe sometimes those five minutes may have slipped into 15, 30 minutes, right? But every time, they show up, they're ap- apologetic, oh, I'm so sorry I was late. And you're like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, on the inside, you are seething. Human. Ooh. Okay. Because punctuality is key. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a couple of months and you're having a rough day. Your cup is not full. They're running five minutes late. And next thing you know, you find yourself snapping. And you all get into a huge argument. Because they were five minutes late. But this is a pattern of behavior that you have not spoken on. This is why communication is important, because now your partner probably feels blindsided, like, I mean, I know I'd be late, but like you said, it was okay. So I kept doing it. And they feel blindsided. You got to keep communicating.
0: Dom, you have the nail on the head with that. All I want to say is, lady, that was such a great example, Dom, too. I don't know if you could tell that it was very near and dear to my heart. It was a very great example. <laughs> and we have an episode, lady, season two, episode four, our first fight. Tips to manage conflict for the non-confrontational woman. Remember that, Dom? Yes. And I believe Dom and I had a little role play on there because yes. you may have heard Dom's example and said, well, how do I bring it up to them without bitching like about the time thing in a in a constructive, tactful way, right? So that you all yep. don't have issues. Go check out that episode. We got you. Yes. All right. So then that moves us to
1: tip number four, establishing healthy boundaries. We've talked about boundaries before on the, on the podcast. You hear the word boundaries in pop culture. We can't stress enough the importance of setting boundaries because it protects your individual space. It ensures a healthy balance between togetherness and independence. It shows love and compassion and grace for you and your partner. The key with boundaries, though, and this is where people often mess up. You are the only one who can enforce your boundaries. I'm going to say that again. You are the only one who can truly enforce your personal boundaries. and you may need to communicate your boundaries more than once. What I have told people often is that think of yourself and all of the information that you hold in your brain. Think of all of the things that you hold in your brain, not just about yourself, your personal preferences, likes, dislikes, all of that. But now think about how many people you encounter and all of the information that you hold within a given day. Now go back to what you hold for yourself. Sometimes you forget your own personal preferences. So how can we expect? When we forget our own stuff, how can we expect someone else to always remember? I understand that at some point, yes, there are some things that some boundaries that are if they are frequent. Yes, they should, your partner should remember. However, your partner cannot be expected to remember every single thing about you, just like you cannot be expected to remember every single thing about them. And so sometimes we may need gentle reminders.
0: All right, now I'm just over here looking at these episodes that we have because we have a lady just Google boundaries and cultivating her space or her space podcast. And we have tons of episodes. I'm looking at season one, how to set boundaries effectively. No was a complete sentence. There's one for you, but go Google for the rest. Um, you hit the nail on the head with number four. So I'm just going to jump right into number five. You okay. Did it. All right. So number five is continuous personal growth. So when you think about this particular tip and the why behind it, right? embrace a growth mindset, strive for continuous learning and development, both professionally and personally. I think for me, um, this keeps me fulfilled in ways that keeps me fulfilled in a way that doesn't have me looking for fulfillment in a relationship, I guess you could say. Like yeah. the same fulfillment mm-hmm. that makes sense. I think that when, you, when you're not only, you know, you have your own hobbies, you have your own interests, you're doing all these things, but then you also have you're on this path to personal growth, personal growth often requires a level of discipline. It requires a level of solitude at times. It requires a sense of self-worth because you're on an achievement journey. So I think that whether it's attending workshops or taking courses or pursuing new experiences that align with your interests, it's always great to prioritize personal growth and development outside of the relationship as well. It's like cultivating a whole person so that when you come into the relationship, you can be whole and not half a person. Right. We're not looking for our yeah. other half. We should be looking for other holes, in my opinion. Not holes. All right, I ain't say H O E S.
1: W- or unless you want
0: Unless you're looking for the U.
1: You might be. That's
0: what that you might be looking for. Just be clear on what you want. That might be what you want, and that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't no whole shaming over here. But yeah, that's what I think about personal, continuous personal growth. What about you? What do you think?
1: Yes, I think that that's important. I think that you know, like you said, like when when you are doing your own work, it makes your relationship healthier, or it can reveal uh, it, unhealthy, it could reveal the unhealthy stuff, right mm-hmm. and it can bring you back to our number one tip of that self-reflection and awareness. so as you're doing your continuous personal growth, you may have a moment. Where you recognize, oh, maybe I'm not communicating what I need. Maybe I haven't set the boundaries that I I need to set. Mm -hmm. Maybe this person isn't the person for me anymore, right? Or maybe it's I need to do some deeper work because I am the problem. Come on. And so when you're doing that continuous personal growth, it allows for you to do that that necessary work. So then I think that takes us to tip number six. Nurture friendships outside of the relationship. Listen, for those of y'all that know me personally, y'all know I have multiple circles. I have lots of friends and family that are near and dear to me. And those various circles keep my cup full. And like I said, when I communicate to potential partners, like I, I, I make sure that they know I have a full life and i i will continue to nurture my friendships i travel with friends i travel to friends mhm and and for me whether i'm partnered or not that is something that is important to me now you know when I do have a long term partner, ideally that person would be able to join me in some of those friendships. Some of
0: those friendships, you say, right?
1: Some of oh, okay, those friendships, okay. right? I'm just
0: making sure. Okay.
1: <laughs> because it's still important to me to have, even if my partner is cool with all of my friends and family mm-hmm. yep. so that it is like I can bring him with me wherever I go and vice versa. I can go mm-hmm. with him. it is still important that I have time away from him with my friends and family and vice mm-hmm. versa. Yeah. It is so healthy to maintain friendships relationships with people outside of your partner yeah
0: amen to that okay Dom because you hit the nail on the head with that I just want to give a couple community announcements I do want to add one thing I remember back in the day when I was in my younger years this fool told me I was cheating on him with myself this is someone I wasn't even this is like someone I was like entertaining girl that's what I said so Okay. It made me think about I love the fact that you emphasize that you have a full life because I witnessed that being your friend and also being in business with you. And I think it's a beautiful thing that many of us should try to cultivate. And if you ever find that someone is trying to isolate you, and this is not just like, oh, you know, your family a little toxic, you should probably chill. Like not not trying to take you away from people who are not doing you any good. But if right. someone's trying to get you by yourself and like take you away from those things, that's a red flag. Yes, a, it there's is. an episode for that. Okay. Almost yes, any it topic is. you can think of. There's an episode for that. So I wanted to say we have an episode, season five, episode 10 called Signs. You're the toxic one in the relationship. Check mm. that out, lady, because that's a good yes. one. And then also leave the podcast a review. Like if you're enjoying the content so far, leave us a review. HerSpace Podcast, also reading herspace Podcast, all that good stuff. Website, herspacepodcast.com. we on Instagram as well, at herspacepodcast. Now, Dom, I'm looking at when this episode's, episode airs. Should we go ahead and tell the listeners how they can work with us potentially? Yes. Yeah okay, lady. Yeah. We actually have an open role. We are looking for a social media manager. So you can go over, child. What's our what's our what's our URL, done This is live, y'all. So we <laughs> yes. this is what it is. <laughs> so you can you can head over to herspacepodcast.com and we'll add a link there. By the time you yes. hear this, the link will be there for you. So head on over to com. Be sure to apply ASAP. Don't hold it and wait. We have an incredible team. You see the work that we're doing and we're looking to expand. So be sure to apply. If you're tuning into this episode after, let's say, I don't know, April 2024 or so, we probably already got the role field. Yeah. So just uh, keep that in mind. Go check our social media for the updates. But um, I'll hop into our final. Yes. The final tip. Yeah. And then we'll do a recap, lady. Okay, we got you. The final tip here is celebrate individual accomplishments and achievements. Okay. Yes. Celebrate individual accomplishments and achievements by acknowledging and celebrating your personal achievements. It reinforces your sense of self-worth and success outside of the relationship, which is so important. So no matter how big or small, take time to recognize and commemorate your individual milestones, right? And encourage your partner to do the same. And yes. um, this makes me think back to when I remember my very first resume and I compare it to the one I have now. And it's like, whoa, look at the growth, right? But I remember back when I was younger, one of my biggest accomplishments was like registering my siblings for school and making a Thanksgiving dinner. Like those were huge That's accomplishments a for me yeah. yeah, at that stage of my life. And it, it could even be a great accomplishment now. So whatever that is for you, make sure you celebrate that because you can incorporate all of this, what we're sharing into your relationship to enhance the relationship, but also your individual selves, because we want to be, again, whole people, right? Yeah. W-H-O-L-E, yes. whole yes. people coming
1: together. Yes, and I can't stress enough the importance of recognizing like when you are able to utilize these tips, these tips also help you to see potential red flag in yourself or your partner, right? Mm-hmm. Because a In a healthy relationship dynamic, your partner is also celebrating you and your individual wins, right? That whether they are big or small, your partner is going to celebrate with you. And if your partner is not celebrating with you, that's a sign that they might not be the one, and then it might be an unhealthy relationship dynamic. And on the flip side of that, you want to also celebrate your partner's wins. You want to be supportive of their endeavors. Now, let me be clear. Sometimes we have ideas that might not be so great. Might not actually be realistic. And we need somebody to like really level with us and be honest with us Mm -hmm. in a constructive, loving way. Ideally, you want a partner who can do that, who can not only be there for all of your wins, but can be honest with you about. Babe, I don't know about that. That might not be. That might not be for you. Maybe that mixtape may not be your path. Okay? Rapping ain't your forte. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Maybe you need to stick to being in the choir. You know, I'm just saying. But see what we did there? am like, we let you know. Rapping is not your thing. But here's something that I, I did notice that you're great at.
0: Yeah, it's the spirit in which they do it, right, Don? Also, Yay. how they make you feel. And we're talking about patterns over time, right? So I think we're all work in progress when it comes to communication, but just think about how it makes you feel when someone does get that feedback and also the patterns that they're dis- displaying. Because like Don said, th- this list might also put you on to the red flags and the things that you might need to move away from. Right. All right, should we do a quick recap? Yeah, let's do it. All right, y'all, let's do it. So seven tips to preserve your individuality and relationship. number one, we have self-reflection and awareness. Number two, we have maintain personal hobbies and interests. Number three, open communication with your partner. Number four, establish healthy boundaries. Number five, continuous personal growth. Number six, nurture friendships outside of the relationship. And number seven is celebrate individual achievements.
1: That's a nice little list. That was. That was. Now, lady, as you're listening, if there are other tips that have helped you to preserve you in a relationship. Let us know. Hit us up on Instagram and share those with us. Also, you know, I want to acknowledge that. As we were going through these tips, we focused again on like romantic, intimate relationships. Some of these tips, most of these tips, actually, all of these tips as I'm looking at them, actually apply to any relationship, right? So, thinking about, Terry, you pointed out, you know, your postpartum journey, and... Like I come to tip number six about nurturing friendships outside of the relationship, right? So to me, what comes up is, yeah, you might have mom friends, right? Where you do play dates. Or maybe it's we have some time and we just bond over being moms. But you also maintain your friendships that came before baby, and maybe some that started and maybe op- being open to starting non-parent friendships after baby, right? Thinking about work. Establishing healthy boundaries with your job. Mm-hmm. Maintaining your personal hobbies and interests so that you're, the only thing you're doing is not your job. Yes. Yes. So all of these tips can apply to any relationship that you have. So lady, make sure you hit that rewind button if you need to and write these tips down and remember you got to maintain you. You got to.
0: I think the biggest why here is that lady, it supports you being a whole person, right? It supports you being in a space of strength and, self-sufficiency when relationships i mean many relationships how many relationships do we know we're like yeah we're gonna be together forever and they don't pan out right whether you right. are with your partner forever or not like many relationships have an ending i'm inclined to say all but all. we'll say okay i was gonna say all if we all gonna leave this earth like whether it's through a separation or death like relationships will end it's a part of life and right. so i think that when we can prioritize these seven tips it allows us to be in a space of strength when we do get to a space of potentially grieving the relationship. hopefully yeah. that wasn't like too morbid of an ending, but like, bringing it full circle. does that make sense now yeah.
1: Yes, okay. yes, yes. cool. Be yourself. Don't lose yourself. Oh.
0: There we go. Should we head on to the after show?: Yes, lady. find okay. us on the after show.: Come on herspacepodcast.com to tune into the after show.
1: Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self help, advice, self empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider.
0: If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at herspacepodcast.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. My thoughts create my reality. Today, I choose thoughts that empower and uplift me.